الحمد للہ وقفہ السلام علیہ اللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم کتب علیکم السیام کما کتب علیہ من قبلکم لعلکم تتکون ایام معدودات سبحان ربک رب العزت اما یصفون السلام علیہ المرسلین والحمد للہ رب العالمین اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم as every one of us know month of ramadan is coming soon kutiba alaykum as-siyam allah taala says in quran that allah taala has made mandatory upon us this fasting in this month of ramadan kama kutiba alladhina min qablikum in the same way that every one in the past who loved allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had to fast to show that they loved allah subhanahu wa ta'ala la allakum tattaqun so that by showing our love for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by staying away from our basic needs la allakum tattaqun we make it taqwa in our heart we make it fear of allah subhanahu in our heart we may be aware of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our heart. Ayyama ma'dudat, but these are just few days, numbered days, 29 or 30 days of the year that a person will have to do this. Nabi Akareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he used to make dua in Rajab. He started making dua two months before Ramadan. That oh Allah grant us so much barakat, so many blessings in Rajab, so many blessings in Shaban. And make us reach Ramadan. So this is not just a sunnah dua. This is a sunnah feeling of the Prophet ﷺ. He was feeling an anticipation for Ramadan. He was feeling a yearning for Ramadan. And he wanted to reach Ramadan. Because he wanted to get something in Ramadan. So the question is, how many of us have that sunnah feeling in our heart? If I was to ask you that, okay, this year, let's say you reach Ramadan, means let's say you were to remain alive for the rest of Shaban and reach Ramadan, what is it that you want? Most of us haven't even thought about it. We don't even answer to this question. We just assume automatically I'm going to reach Ramadan and I'll stay away from food and drink and I'll change my schedule and I'll change my practices. What do you want from Ramadan? Hmm? What's the answer? What's in your heart? Why do you want to reach Ramadan? Why do you want to fast Allah Ta'ala in Ramadan? Is there some objective? Is there some goal? Is there some wish? Is there some dream? Or are we just going to do it same old, same old like we did last year and the year before that and the year before that? What did we do? Did last year and the year before that, we changed our schedule. We didn't change ourselves. We changed our schedule. We change the time that we sleep and we change the times that we eat. But that's it. <laughs> and especially young men and women, they're experts at this. They still eat three times a day. It's called eating at Maghrib and eating at midnight and eating at Suhoor. They also eat three times a day. They still sleep eight hours or 24 hours. It's called sleeping from Fajr to Zohar. Hmm? Or even some kids, mashallah, getting up half an hour before Asr. Like, Allah, get up half hour before Fajr to pray Tahajjud. Our youth get up half hour before Asr to pray Zohar. Allahu Akbar. Ajeeb. They just change their schedule. 
And what happened when Ramadan ended, they changed their schedule right back. That's it. And some of us are pros at this. We're professional fasters. In fact, the older men, their wives know the schedule. Wives know. In Ramadan, let me take out my husband's schedule, I know. He needs his pakora at this time. He needs his chai at this time. Everything is set. She just takes out the menu, takes out the timetable, takes out the schedule. For 30 days, they change the schedule in their life. The second Eid comes, they put the schedule back and is waiting for them for next year. That's a problem. No, 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 no. We have to spend this year Ramadan differently. This year, don't just change your schedule, change yourself. That's why Ramadan is here. You experts at changing your schedule. Why not try to do something bigger this year? Why not try to do something better this year? What's the change Allah Ta'ala wants to have? لَأَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ That our taqwa should change. The way we feel should change. Our heart should change. Allah Ta'ala sends this month of Ramadan not to change our schedule or to change our timetable or eating habits. No, no, no. What interest does Allah Ta'ala have in any of that? Allah Ta'ala has no interest in these zahiri things. Allah Ta'ala sent Ramadans for us to change our heart. This is our foolishness that we change so many things in that month but we don't change our heart. That should be one answer. And yet this is why I want to reach Ramadan. Why? Because up till now my heart is polluted. My heart has lust. My heart has envy. My heart has anger. My heart has sins. I'm waiting for Ramadan to come. Why? Because I'm hoping that when I reach Ramadan and I fast in Ramadan, my heart will change in Ramadan. That's why I'm waiting for Ramadan. Another answer a person can give is I'm waiting to reach Ramadan because right now if I look at myself, I don't think I have any chance at Jannah. I'm hoping though that this year I will spend Ramadan in such a good way that by the end of Ramadan Allah Ta'ala will make me also from Ahl Jannah. Another answer a person can give is I'm waiting to reach Ramadan. Why? Because this year I look at myself now and I feel that I'm distant from Allah Ta'ala. I don't have his qurb. I'm not leading a life that's pleasing to him. I don't have his rada. So I want to reach Ramadan and do something this year and change my heart, change my life, change myself. So I become more beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, more pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the answer we should give. This is why we want to spend this month of Ramadan. You will see people in this world also, when they want to upgrade somebody's efficiency and productivity, they send them an annual training. He says, well, this is my annual training. Hmm? And my company is sending me, and oh, mashallah, if company sends him to Harvard and Oxford, so he'll tell the whole world, he make it a point to tell everybody that my company is sending me to America for training. Oh, subhanAllah. Annual training, 30 days. Now imagine company sends him to America for training for 30 days, and he comes back, and he's the same person. <laughs> he operates at the same level in his job. The company would be amazed. They say, how is that possible? 30 days we sent you annual training. You were supposed to come back totally changed. You were middle level. We wanted to make you senior level manager. You had this level of skill. You should have come back with that level of skill. You should have been changed. Now can you imagine somebody, just imagine you meet somebody who works in a corporate job. And he says, for the past 10 years, my company has been sending me on 30 days annual training to the most elite institutions in the world. But I'm still at the same level, I have no promotion. You'd say, you're still at the same level? 
you've gone for annual training for 10 years? He said, yes. I'm exactly the same. Now that's me and you. Those of us who have spent 5 Ramadan, 10 Ramadan, some in this room have spent 20, 30, 40 Ramadan. And if they say it hasn't changed me, it's like I went through annual training 20 times in my life and I'm still the same person. Lord, man. So now that person, if he went, he would make sure that, no, I must study, I must work, I must learn, I must change, I have to go back a changed person. This is the attitude we have to bring to this month of Ramadan, that we want to change. One of the Arabic meanings of this word, Arabic language is such that words have roots. So the root of Ramadan is Ra, Mim, Dad. So there's another word from that is called Tarmil. Tarmil. This means to sharpen. So it's also used in contemporary Arabic that when you have a knife that is dull and you want to sharpen it. So that's called tarmiv. Now why do you sharpen the knife? To put it back in the drawer? No. Obviously you sharpen the knife because now you want to use it. You realize you neglected it. It became dull. That was wrong. And now you have need for it. So you take it out and you sharpen it. So the way Allah Ta'ala sharpens our iman, la'allukum tattakun, it's called taqwa. Taqwa sharpens our iman. So in this month of Ramadan, we want to sharpen our iman to use it after Ramadan. Obviously, you can't put yourself back in the drawer and eat. The whole purpose of Ramadan is for after Ramadan. So go in this year, don't think Eid is the end. This is the problem people think. They say Ramadan guzarna Eid tak pahunchne ke liye. Ramadan guzarna Jannat tak pahunchne ke liye. It doesn't end at Eid. You cannot shed your Ramadan on Eid day. You have to be more forward thinking. More forward thinking. So if we don't have an answer to the question, why do I want to reach Ramadan? Or we have a small answer, then for such a person, there's no need to prepare. You don't need me to give you a talk on preparing for Ramadan. If you just want to stay away from food and drink, from Fajr to Maghrib, you know how to do that. I don't need to teach you how to do that. (laughs) You don't need a lecture on how to do that. But if this year you want to do something different in Ramadan, something more in Ramadan, then for that we have to be prepared. Understand one thing very carefully. Allah Ta'ala said something in Quran, لَا يُقَلُّفُ اللَّهُ نَفْسًا إِلَّا وُسْأَهَا Allah Ta'ala has not made us responsible for anything that is not in our ability. But part of that ability is Ramadan. What does it mean? So sometimes a person might say that, you know, I don't feel I'm strong enough. I'm not able to stay away from this sin. I say, yes. Normally, you're not able to stay away from this sin. However, Allah Ta'ala let you live through an entire month of Ramadan. In that month of Ramadan, Allah Ta'ala had placed for you the capacity to change in that month. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had placed for you the capacity to change in that month. It wasn't your wasa. It wasn't your ability. But you were lazy in Ramadan. So you missed out that opportunity. Just like that person who says, oh, you know, I'm just not so good at my work. I can't get a promotion. We say, no, you had the ability. That annual training, if you had spent that annual training correctly, you would have gotten the ability to better to be better at what you do. 
but because you were lazy in that annual training, so you didn't attain that skill that had been placed in your reach. So actually the month of Ramadan is a month of wusa. And this month will either testify for us or against us on the Day of Judgment. It will either be a hujjah for us or against us on the Day of Judgment. Either this month literally comes in a hadith that the month of Ramadan will plead on behalf of the person who spent that month properly. So we should want that this year, Ramadan 2014, should be like that for me. That this Ramadan should testify on my behalf on the Day of Judgment to Allah subhanahu ta'ala. This month of Ramadan should plead to Allah Ta'ala to admit me into Jannah. So one thing is Ramadan increases our busa. Another thing is that Ramadan gives us an escape. An escape from what? Many of us, are, our iman is trapped in some prison or the other. For somebody, their iman is trapped in the prison of lust. Somebody's iman is trapped in the prison of laziness. Somebody's iman is trapped in the prison of money and materialistic pursuits. They imprison their iman. Now imagine that the month of Ramadan, Allah Ta'ala opens up that jail. Allah Ta'ala opens up the jail. You can walk out. Yes, this is how much power and blessings and mercy Allah Ta'ala puts in Ramadan. You can walk out of the prison of lust or dunya or whatever it is that is hampering our deen. Allah Ta'ala opens the door. You can walk right out in Ramadan. It's up to us. It's up to us. Or you can stay in the prison cell and just be hungry and thirsty. <laughs> and then at the end of the month of Ramadan, the door of the jail cell will close again. And you'll be back to your own old self. So we have to spend this Ramadan differently. Now, one way to prepare for Ramadan is this simple. That's it. One click. That Allah Ta'ala, I give myself entirely to you. That's it. You can imagine Ramadan is like a storm. So now imagine a person, if they love the storm, what will they do? They see that the tidal wave is coming, they start walking to the beach. Hmm? Those Californian surfers. huh? So they start walking towards the beach. And what do they do? They just stand there. And they just stand there and they want the wave that is coming to take them away. That's another way to be for Ramadan. You don't need any fancy lecture for that. Hmm? This is called Taslim, Tafweed. Apne aap ko Allah Ta'ala ki rahmat ki bas hawala kar dena. Bas kuch nahi sochna. Badalna hai, sao fi sad badalna hai. Na mujhe targheeb ki zirurat, na mujhe koi daawat ki zirurat, na mujhe samjhane ki zirurat. Jaisse banna hai, bas waisse banne ke raada kar do. Simple. One click. <laughs> they have this, they call it one button operation. One click ordering. Hmm? Yes, you can get one click taqwa in Ramadan. You just make niyat in your heart that you're going to give yourself over to Allah SWT entirely, absolutely, completely, eternally. That's one way to prepare for Ramadan. Second way is what we do tonight, is that we describe the beauty of that wave and try to convince you <laughs> to give yourself up to the ocean of the mercy of Allah SWT. Hmm? So listen then to the beauty of this month of Ramadan. First thing. Ramadan is the best month. It's better than all of the other 11 months in the year. Now when Nabiya Kareem sallallahu hadith, Nabiya Kareem said that Ramadan is the best month, is better than all of the other months of the year. Now we could say a question, better than Zulhijjah? Better than the month in which there's Hajj? Yes. Better than the month in which there's Yom Al-Arafah? Yes. Better than any other month is the month of Ramadan. Allahu Akbar. So today people like the best 
Everybody wants to have the best. Ramadan is the best of the best. Ramadan is the best of the best. Second, the last ten nights of the month of Ramadan, the last ten nights of the month of Ramadan are better than all the other nights in all year. Better than the night I spend in Mina? Yes. Better than the night I spend in Muzdalafah? Yes. Allahu Akbar. Last ten nights of Ramadan are the best nights of the entire year. That within that, there's one night called Laylatul Qadr, which is the best time out of any single time in a whole lifetime of eternity. The best Lamhat, the best Zamana, the best time in the entire history of the universe is every year that time from when it is Laylatul Qadr. Allahu Akbar. That's also in the last ten nights of this blessed month of Ramadan. And then the month of Ramadan is that month in which the best book, Quran al-Kareem, was revealed to the best Prophet, Nabi Akreem, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Shahr al-Ramadan, Allah unzila fihi al-Quran. That this month of Ramadan is the month in which Allah Ta'ala sent down this Quran, Hudan lil-Nasi, as a guidance for all of humanity. وَبَيَّنَاتٍ مِّنَ الْهُدَىٰ And with clear explanations from the guidance of Allah SWT furqan And a criteria, a distinction between what is right and what is wrong What is true and what is false And all of that happened إِنَّا أَنزَلْنَاهُ فِي لَيْلَةِ الْقَدْرِ That Allah Ta'ala originally first revealed Qur'an on Laylat Al-Qadr All of this is the fazilat and the blessing of Ramadan now, since we have about three weeks left before Ramadan, so there's a chance now we have to do some advanced preparation. You will see people today, even if they go for a simple meeting, they go to that meeting prepared in advance. If they go for a function, they go prepared in advance. So we should have advanced preparation for Ramadan. So I'll give you a few points on how to prepare for Ramadan in advance. Number one is you should try to free yourself up in the month of Ramadan by fulfilling all of your obligations as much as you can in Shaban. Work overtime in Shaban so you can take work less in Ramadan. If you're a student, study what you have to do in Shaban so you don't have to study that much in Ramadan. If there are any household tasks, repair work, anything that is on your list of to-do list of things to do, try to knock everything off in Shaban. Start telling people now, you want to meet me? You can meet me for the next two weeks or you can meet me after six weeks. Tell everyone. This should be the way you speak to people. You want to talk to me? You meet me now or you meet me after Ramadan. It's your choice. Your parents want you to do something. Tell them, look, I'll do it now or I can do it after Ramadan. It's your choice. Keep talking like that to people. Keep thinking like that. Free yourself up in Ramadan. Not because you're going to go on vacation. But because in Ramadan you want to take advantage of those blessings to do more ibadat, more zikr, more talawat to bring yourself closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now if you look at that, it's 1 out of 12 months. That's less than 10%. 1 twelfth. So if you tell people that look, less than 10% of the year I'm booked for my duh. That's it. It's only 8%, 8.5%. I'm booked for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I'm booked in the month of Ramadan. Then,
During the month of Ramadan, you should try to take off from any unnecessary activities. It may mean social activities, recreation, leisure, pleasure, sports, fitness. It's not the month for these things. It's not the month for these things. Try not to do those things in the month of Ramadan itself. Put it this way. This is one practical thing. Now, some spiritual things. Try this year to do the A'mal of Ramadan in Shaban so that you get the Ahwal of Ramadan in Ramadan. I'll say it again. Try to start doing very little of the A'mal of Ramadan in Shaban so that you get the Ahwal of Ramadan in Ramadan. What does that mean? Most people, they enter Ramadan with zero preparation. So what happens is the first three, five, seven days is like warm-up. They're adjusting themselves. All of a sudden they take out the Qur'an they haven't read all year. They start reading it a little bit. Gradually they start warming up. And by the middle ten days of Ramadan, they pick up speed. They'll start now then. Start all of these amal, but in a very short way right now. So I'll mention some of them to you. Number one, fasting itself. Do some type of nafal fasting in Shaban. Best is if you can do sunnah fasting, Mondays and Thursdays, or 13th, 14th, 15th of the lunar month. Even one, even those of you who are beginners, even try to do one fast in Shaban. It will warm you up, it will get you back in practice, it will get you in gear, it will put you in the groove. Start doing some of these amal now. And those of you who are not beginners, you should do many fasts in Shabbat. And if there's anyone, man or woman, who has some fasts from last year that they missed or skipped, that they have to make of those fasts, okay, at least the other would be that, okay, I should at least have made up those fasts before next year Ramadan came, right? So if there's somebody who has something like that, Although technically, yes, you could even do it after this year's Ramadan. But better, more adab, more true to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is that you try to knock off any kaza you have from last year, this year. Especially, for example, the women who have to miss some days of fasting due to their certain days of the month. If they didn't make that up last up till now, they should try to make it up in Shaban. So first amal is the amal of fasting itself. Second is the amal of recitation of Qur'an. Why do you want to wait till first Ramadan to take out Qur'an? Show Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala, you are my Rabb. The month of Ramadan is not my Rabb. You are my Rabb. <laughs> now yes, before I was so weak, I used to wait for first Ramadan. But now I came to preparing for Ramadan lecture. So I should be different this year. So start reading a little bit of Qur'an. Even if you want to read five minutes a day, no problem by me. Get back into the feel of it. Get back into the act of it. Get back into the habit of reciting Qur'an. Another amal of Ramadan. Third, is try to recite, try to pray some extra salah. Not a lot, not everything, something. Maybe not even every day, but some of the days. Try to do something. Maybe two nafil, maybe salatul ishraq, maybe salatul duha called jazz in Persian Urdu, maybe salatul awabin, maybe salatul tahajjud, maybe salatul tasbih, maybe salatul haja, salatul istikhara. Try to do something. Is ko kehta na kuch haath paav marna shuru kar do. Abhi, taakhi na amzad mein chal padhe. 
वरना अगर कुछ नहीं करेंगे तो रमजान के शुरू में बस हाथ पाव मारते रहेंगे कुछ लोग पूरा महीना हाथ पाव ही मारते रहते हैं चलते नहीं अभी हाथ पाव मारने शुरू करेंगे चलने वाले बन जाएंगे ट्राई टू डू समथिंग इवन टू रॉट इवन एवरी डे चलो समटाइम्स सो यू गेट दील एंड इट्स ऑल्सो इम्पोर्टेंट वाई बिकॉज वन यू ट्राई यू विल रियलाइज हाउ रस्टी यू आर आई डोंट थिंक वी रियलाइज हाउ रस्टी दिस इमान इज It's when we realize how rusty it has become then we will value this incredible opportunity that is Ramadan. When you start reading Quran you believe me you'll see those who have not read it for the whole year you will see how rusty you are. If you've never prayed nafl salah last time you prayed nafl salah was tarawih. <laughs> for some people are like that. Last time they prayed anything beyond the fard was last year Ramadan and tarawih. So get try. Then you will see this is so difficult for me. To read five minutes Quran, you'll say, oh, "What's the matter with me? I'm so rusty. I can't even read Quran. I can't pray Salah. It means I need help. So I'm so happy Ramadan is coming because I realized I have this rusty iman." To make du'a, start being in the practice of making du'a now. A lot of us we have lost this golden act of ibadah. Nabi Akram sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, "Adu'a mukhlibana, mukhlibana." Dua is the essence of worship. Dua is the essence of worship. We've lost the essence. Hmm? Get the essence back in Shaban. Don't wait for Ramadan. Start making duas. Very simple dua you could make. Allah Taala give me a good Ramadan. If nothing else, you can start making this dua now. Allah Taala make this Ramadan life changing for me. Make this Ramadan habit changing for me. Make this Ramadan taqwa changing for me. Start making the dua now. The more you beg and pray from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, the more Allah Taala will grant it. Then there's another type of fast, which is the fast of the tongue, and the fast of the eyes, and the fast of the heart. Start that fast now, because actually that fast isn't confined to Ramadan. It means fasting from sin. Give me a rosa. That's supposed to take around year round. So start practicing that now. Control the tongue. Make sure we don't lie. Don't backbite. Don't get upset. Don't say something to someone. Jal bazi ne karo. Try to fast your eyes. Lower your gaze. Become disinterested in the unlawful beauties of this world. Fast your heart. Protect your heart from having bad feelings about somebody. Negative feelings about somebody. Anger towards somebody, envy towards somebody. Protect your heart from having arrogance or pride or conceit. Start that fast now. Fasting of the tongue, fasting of the eyes, and what we call in our deen fasting of the qalb, which means fasting of the spiritual heart. If we start doing some of these amal of Ramadan in Shaban, then we can hope that we will get these ahwal of the amal in Ramadan. What does it mean? We start practicing the actions. The whole reason we do the actions is to get feelings. If you practice the actions now, you have a better chance to get the feelings of the actions in the month of Ramadan. Now, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has put some features in the month of Ramadan. some very very special features in the month of ramadan and because of these features it's easier for us 
to get the qurb of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this month of Ramadan. So listen to these features that Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam explained to us in authentic hadith. Number one, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chains shaitan and all the shayati. They're chained. What does it mean? First, number one, it means yes, physically, really, literally, they're all chained. Second, what does it mean? It means that shaitan, when he's chained, does not have the ability to put waswasa in our mind or waswasa in our heart. So Allah made it easier for us. That one of the reasons why we used to sin, one of the reasons why we used to forget Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, fall into ghafla was because of shaitan. So Allah Ta'ala put this special feature to assist us to get taqwa. Another meaning is all of you remember in the end of Quran what Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala said that they are shayateen and they are what? Minal, jinni, wannas. They are shayateen and they are also some human beings who are sometimes unknowingly and maybe even Allahu Alam knowingly agents of shaitan. They are also chained. Means the humans who do the work of shaitan, they put fitna, discord, sedition between people, they are also chained. Allah Akbar, it's a big feature in Ramadan. Allah made it so easier for us. That one who Allah told us in Quran that he's our enemy. Aduwul, fattakhuduhu aduwa, that he's your enemy, you should take him as an enemy. Allah saved us from that whole headache in month of Ramadan. And sometimes people ask the question here, that if shaitan and the shayateen are sinned, uh, the shaitan and the shayateen are chained, why do I still sin? So this will be a big revelation for you. Yes, you may still sin in Ramadan. Why? Because there are two reasons a person sins. One is shaitan and the other was nafs. Now shaitan is chained. So this will be a very good test for us. That was I sinning because of shaitan or was I sinning because of my nafs? So you can check yourself in Ramadan. If you do any sin in Ramadan, it means it wasn't because of shaitan, it was because of our own nafs. Sometimes that means the laziness of the nafs, susti ghaflat. Sometimes it can be the lust of the nafs, hawahirs. Sometimes it can be the anger part of the nafs. Sometimes it can be the takabbar of the nafs. It's due to the nafs. Okay, second special feature Allah Ta'ala then put in Ramadan to handle the nafs, that's the fast. Staying away from food and drink from Fajr to Maghrib is a feature. It's not the whole thing. It's a feature of Ramadan. And the purpose of that feature is why? Is that if you eat and drink less, your nafs has less ability to make you do sin. It's a feature of Ramadan. You can just imagine like this very simply. That every one of us has needs. We need to eat and drink. We have bodily needs. And there are certain professionals called nutritionists and this is their job. And in scientific way they have ascertained how many calories an average person needs. I can't even remember what it is, but let's just pretend it's 3,000 calories. Right? So when you eat that much, you are fulfilling the needs of your body. When you eat beyond that, you are feeding your nafs. Yes, <laughs> Where do you think that extra food? Ye charbi sirf jism par nahi charta, ye charbi nafs par charta hai. Huh? Yes? Nay samjhe. Ye nafs, mota nafs. Huh? Ye bari nafs. Ye really hota hai. Ye nafs khud ba khud mota bari nahi hota. Hum khud usko khilate hai. Khud usko khilate hai. Then Ramzan Allah Ta'ala put a feature in Ramadan called the fast. 
Now imagine that this is the purpose. That you eat less and drink less. So that your nafs comes under control. So then you won't do sin. Now look how stupid we are. That there are some people who they eat more and drink more in Ramadan. Balke in Urdu with the Mashurik, Lagunka Ramzan me wasn't birthday. Yes? Men and women, Unka wasn't Ramzan me birthday. Why? Because they may not eat from Fajr to Maghrib, but in total 24 hours, they eat more in 24 hours in Ramadan than they ate in 24 hours outside Ramadan. And also it's partly because they were fasting, so they felt that they need to eat some very, very heavy food items in Maghrib and Isha and Midnight and Suhoor. So can you imagine that there's a feature designed in Ramadan to help me and you control our nafs. And we ourselves destroy that feature by eating more and drinking more in 24 hours. Hmm? So it defeats the purpose. This is why we don't change. This is why a person doesn't change. Because we defeated the ability to change. So second feature of Ramadan is the fast itself. And there's barakah in that. There's barak and that. That's why in Ramadan, I will tell you this year, don't focus on your days. Focus on your nights. Isal Ramzan ko fajr se maghrib na guzare, maghrib se fajr guzare. Kya matab? Fajr se maghrib to khane pine se rokna hai. Maghrib se fajr taqwa ki mashak karna Maghrib se fajr taqwa ki mashak karna Kyun? Kyunki fajr se maghrib, kyunki roza ki halat mein عام طور پر بندہ گناہ نہیں کرتا بہت مشکل ہے وہ نفس اٹیک کرے گا بٹوین مغرب اور فجر سو ویری ایزی ان رمضان دس ایئر واچ یور نائٹس میک رمضان دس ایئر اباؤٹ دا نائٹس اسپینڈ تھرٹی نائٹس ویل آپ کا کام ہو جائے گا ویری Yes. Third. First feature in Ramadan, Shaitan, Shaitin, Insan, agents of Shaitin chained. Second feature of Ramadan, the fasting helps you curb your nafs. Third feature of Ramadan, Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wa said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opens up all the gates to Jannah such that no single gate is closed. What does that mean? Number one, literally. All the abwab, all the gates to Jannah are open. Literally. What does that mean? It means that Jannah ki jo hawaayin wo nikal jati hai. You see if there's a place that's zipperedest isi hai. Or bahar garmi hai. Or is kamra ki mein saar divaza khol do. To kya hoga? Andar ki isi bahar bhi chala jayega. Jannah ki barakat wali hawaayin. Jannah ki nekiyon ki hawaayin. Wo dunyo ko mil jati hai. You will get the breeze of the blessings of Jannah in the month of Ramadan because all the gates and windows of Jannah are open Allah Akbar another meaning the doors of Jannah are open means that the path leading to that door is also open means Jannah ke raste khol ge kyunke darwaza paunch nikle raste chahiye darwaza kholne ke faida nahi jab tak raste ne khole so the paths leading to Jannah are open means all good a'mal are in your reach. Things that you never dream possible, you can do them in Ramadan. Tajud, easy. You'll find it easy. Reading Quran, easy. 
making dua easy. Allah Ta'ala opens up, giving sadaqah, charity, easy. Allah Ta'ala opens up the paths leading to Jannah. It's a special feature. Special feature. It also means that Allah Ta'ala admits a lot of people into Jannah. You see, if, if you go to a house, right, and you see all the doors are closed, sealed, locked, barred from the outside, so you will look and say, okay, I'm not really going to be able to get inside. And if you go to a house and you see every door, window, everything is flung wide open in a welcoming way. You feel, okay, it looks like the person wants me to come inside. So actually it means that Allah Ta'ala opening up the gates and doors of Jannah means Allah Ta'ala admits so many people entry into Jannah in this month of Ramadan. The third special feature. Fourth special feature. Nabi Akram Sallallahu said that Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala closes the gates to Jahannam in this month of Ramadan. Allah Ta'ala closes all the gates, all the doors that lead to Jahannam. Same thing. Number one, literally, all the gates of Jahannam are closed. Number two, the temptations of the paths leading to Jahannam, they are closed. Number three, if all the doors are closed, so nobody gets admitted into the ranks of Jahannam. This is every other month of the year, Every second of every other part of the year. Some people, they do some amal that admits them into Jannah. And some people, they do some amal that admits them into Jannah. In the month of Ramadan, Allah Ta'ala stops all admissions. Students can understand this process. <laughs> Allah Ta'ala stops all admissions into Jannah. Allah <laughs> It's a big mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All the gates, all the admissions, and all the paths leading to Jahannam are closed off. Fifth special feature Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put in this month of Ramadan. Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu said that if we do a nafal act of ibadah, Allah ta'ala will give it the reward of a farz act of ibadah. If we do one farz act of ibadah, Allah Ta'ala will give us the reward of 70 furs. 70 furs. Multiplier effect. Why? Give you an example. Maybe there is some man and he didn't pray Fajr all year long. He didn't pray Fajr all year. Never prayed Fajr. So it means he missed 330 Fajr. Right? Okay. Now he shows up in Ramadan and now he fasts. He wants to change. He wants to come closer to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. He starts praying Fajr. Now you might have been worried, right? Then what's the point? I'm going to pray Fajr for one month, 30 days. What am I going to do? 330 days, I missed it. But if that person prays Fajr, all 30 days in Ramadan, well, Fajr is Fard. Fajr is Fard. And the Prophet said that one Fard equals 70 Fard. So that means if that person prays Fajr all month Ramadan, even though he just prayed Fajr 30 times, Allah Ta'ala gives him the reward of 2,100 Fajr Salah. Allah Akbar. 2,100 Fajr Salah. You know, that's years. What's 2,100 divided by 365? That's about six years. Six years of Fajr Salah reward. <laughs> Given to them, they just prayed one month of Fajr. Allah Akbar. Hmm? Maybe a person was like that with all five prayers. So they pray all five prayers in Ramadan. Allah Ta'ala gives them, they just prayed for one month. Allah Ta'ala gives them the reward as if they prayed for six years. 
Allah Akbar Kabir. And then if you find fellow Shuzah for Taraweeh, well that's not Fard, but Allah gives it the reward of Fard in Ramadan. So 20 more rakats of Fard on top of that. Not just about Salah, it's about every single thing. Now, first I'll tell you, it's not just the Ajr, it's also the Qurb. What does it mean? When you do a farzimada, you get a certain qurb to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is also mentioned, Nabi Yaksa mentioned Hadith Qudsi in Bukhari Muslim. That Allah ta'ala says that my servant draws close to me. Yataqarrabu abdi alayya. My servant draws close to me with that with which I made fard upon them. So whenever you do anything that is fard, you get a certain qurb closeness to Allah ta'ala. So it means that you get 70 times closer to Allah Ta'ala in Ramadan. means that one time of the prayer 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 of for example, it is fard for husband to treat wife well and for wife to treat husband well. So if they do amal on this fard in month of Ramadan, Allah Ta'ala gives them 70 times reward. And if they show some extra affection, nothing. Huh? If they show some extra affection, extra care, extra niceness, extra softness to their wife, or she shows some extra care, extra khidmat for her husband, that's nothing. But in this month, Allah Ta'ala will give her and him the reward of fard in this month of Ramadan. Allah Akbar. It's true for everything. Every adab, every akhlaq, every ibadat, every amal, every and anything we do for the sake of Allah Ta'ala in this month of Ramadan, Allah Ta'ala will give us the rate of fard. Allah Akbar. Look at this big feature in Ramadan. This means a person should want to do more and more and more. That's why Allah bring this feature. A person should want to do more, more sadaqah, more adab, more akhlaq, more khidmat, more ibadat, more salah, more talawat. Everything a person should do more. Because Allah Ta'ala wants to give us so much more reward. Next feature in month of Ramadan is that Allah Subhanahu has put these special last 10 days, which knows that 10 days of Sunnah Itikaf. In this last 10 days, Nabi Kareem said that every night Allah SWT takes out thousands of people from the ranks of Jahannam and makes them into Jannatis. Thousands of people who, due to their own book of deeds, their life that they lived, they were destined to go to Jahannam because of the type of life they lived. But they had just spent 20 days in Ramadan nicely. So in the last 10 days, Allah started taking thousands and thousands and thousands out from the list of Jahannam and putting them into the list of Jannah. Allah Akbar. Special feature of Ramadan. The next special feature of Ramadan is that Layl Tukadr that we already talked to you about. Khairu min alfi shahar. Better than a thousand months. Okay, if it was equal to a thousand months, that's about 82 years. This is khair, even better than that. How now, what does this mean? So you make dua to Allah Ta'ala on Laylatul Qadr, it's as if you made that dua for 80 years. Now you tell me, 
इफ देर समबरी हु डिड सिन अगर किसी ने गुना किया होता और मैं आपसे पूछता कि हाँ उसने बड़ा गुना किया मगर अस्सी साल मुसलसल अल्लाह तला से माफी मांग रहा है आपके क्या ख्याल आता है उसको माफ करेंगे आप अस्सी साल माफी मांग रहा है अस्सी साल मुसलसल दुआ मांग रहा है आप कहेंगे अल्लाह तो करीम रही मैं तो माफ कर लेंगे बस एक दफा दुआ ले तो कदर पर मांग ले ऐसे है कि आपने अस्सी साल अल्लाह से मांगा ले लो तो कदर इमेजिन बरकत चलो बच्चे आए हुए हैं खुश करते हैं अगर आप अस्सी साल नए खूबसूरत बीवी को मांगे अल्लाह तला दे देंगे आपने अस्सी साल मांगने नहीं है वो तो बड़ा बुढ़ापा में आपको मिलेगा आप बस ले तो कदर पर मांग लें समझ गए वरना तो अस्सी साल मांगेंगे तो यूल बी नाइन्टी फाइव ईयर ओल्डन लेट नो लॉन्गर अ प्लेयर वन यूर नाइन्टी फाइव ईयर्स ओल्ड बेटर दैट यू मेक वन दवा और लेल तो कदर यस इमेजिन हाउ मच पावर अल्लाह तौज बुद एंड अल्लाह तौ जिन से इक्वल night. Hmm? If there's a businessman, I said, "There's one night. I'm going to give you 80 years profit." Hmm? You tell me. You tell me. Now you see why people stay up the whole night. Look, some are saying that the whole night is jagnai. Eighty years, right? If I'm eighty years salary, the whole night, the whole night jagnai. Who is going to stay up for eighty years? Eighty years, I'm going to stay up for eighty years. Tell me. Look at that. This is actually how much Allah Taala wants to give us in Ramadan. But I'll tell you, if I won't ask, but if I was to ask, how many of you spent the whole night in ibadat last year? Very few of you will raise your hand. Very few can say, "Yes, from Maghrib to Fajr, min lagat." Mine har doa mangi, akhirat ki mangi, sehat ki mangi, bachon ki mangi, mine ummat ke liye mangi, Pakistan ke liye mangi. This country will be fixed. If 200 million Muslims in Pakistan, it's reached 200 million. 200 million of them make dua all night in just one night, lil takadar. Just see what happens. People don't do it. <laughs> you don't make use of the tools Allah Taala has given us. Hmm? You can watch news shows all night. Nothing will happen. Nothing. <laughs> This is another feature Allah Taala has put in this month. You should already start making a list. The du'as I have to make du'a for on Layl together. Abhi bana. Yes, because different things will occur to you different times. Very special. Very special. Another feature Allah Taala put in this month. The night before Eid, which unfortunately people hear is that a garber karte chand raat ke naam par. Actually, it's not chand raat. It's another night of makfirat. Again, Allah Taala frees so many people from the fire of Jahannam on this night. Then Eid Salah itself is another feature of Ramadan. Although technically it's Shawal, but what happens on that day is the barak of Ramadan. 
that those people who fasted all month in Ramadan and they were true to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when they go to Eid Salah, Nabi Kareem sallallahu said that Allah ta'ala sends down angels from the heavens, and those angels are lining all the roads and paths through which the people are coming to pray Eid Salah, and they're making dua for those people, and then when the people who fasted in Ramadan, they get up from Eid Salah, Allah Ta'ala tells them, Kumu maghfureen, that you should rise from this Eid Salah now in a way that Allah Ta'ala has forgiven you for all of your sins and you will be the guests of Allah Ta'ala on this day. Allah Ta'ala throws a party. Yes. Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala throws a grand party hmm? on Eid. Allah Akbar. Hmm? These are features of Ramadan that Allah Ta'ala has put. We have to make use of these features. We should make dua that Allah Ta'ala grant us the blessing of each and every one of these things. You can understand this from an example. That sometimes people like farmers or businessmen, they say that this is my season. For the students, it's final exams week. Whether the O levels or A levels or FSC or annual exam system, they will tell you that the exam week and the three weeks before that, those four weeks of my life, that's my season. Sometimes some shop owners, businessmen, even people of companies, it's their audit season, this season. When they use this word season, what do they mean? They mean I will be doing nothing else except for this. If you try to call your friend during exam week and say, let's go hang out, they say, are you crazy? <laughs> I have no time for you. Why? Because my exams are next week. You try to call a businessman when it's high season. He says, I have no time for you. This is how we should view Ramadan. Ramadan is our season. Nekiyo ki season. Taqwa ka season. It's the season of A'mal. The season that I have to reconnect my heart to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I have to get a boost. You have to have that boost. Like you will see students in final exams, they have an adrenaline, they have a boost. They study like anything. They study in four weeks more than they studied all year. That person works in those four weeks more than they worked all year. We have to make ibadat and please Allah Ta'ala in those four weeks of Ramadan more than we did all year. I forgot that one more feature of Ramadan. That Allah Ta'ala accepts the du'as that a person makes in suhoor and iftar. Every du'a that you make, every any du'a we make at suhoor, and any and every du'a we make in iftar, Allah Ta'ala will accept it. Our own shaykh, he likes to call this 60 blank checks. That you get 60 blank checks in Ramadan. 30 for suhoor and 30 for fajr. And every time you can write whatever you want. Hmm? So you should be very careful to make sure you make du'a at that time. It's a big tragedy that we're so busy with food. So I will tell you, number one, that Ramadan is not the month of the piping hot samosa. You can have that now if you want. Ramadan is the month to make dua. And especially the men should not make all their women busy in the kitchen at the time. If this is a time of kabuliyat of dua. So what should happen? The women or men, it's not necessary for women to make iftar. Men can make iftar. Whoever makes the iftar at home should make it a little bit in advance and lay it out, and everything should be ready 10 minutes before Maghrib Adham. And the last 5 to 10 minutes, everybody should just make dua. And you, those of you who are families, you should sit like a family and make dua. This is family time in Ramadan. 
that everybody should sit at that dastakhan and right there live they're showing Allah Ta'ala that you have to look all the bounties and blessings are in front of me. All my favorite pakoras, samosas, ruhafs, it's all there. But I can't touch it until I hear your name Allah and Allah Akbar of the Allah. Yes. Show it to Allah SWT. And spend those 5-10 minutes making dua. 3 minutes, 5 minutes, 7 minutes, something. Everybody should be sitting. It shouldn't be that the wife is working all the way right up to Adhan and brings the hot samosa. She missed her duas. Maybe she would have made dua for you. She would have made dua for her children at that time. To lay it out and sit there. Same thing at Suhoor. I remember when I used to teach, this is one of the favorite questions the students used to ask me. That can I finish my cereal? Can I finish my cereal during the Azan of Fajr? No, you can't. <laughs> you can't finish your cereal during the time of Azan of Fajr. Huh? You want to spoil your whole rosa for a few spoons of cookie crisp? Huh? No. The second the Azan starts, the second the time of Fajr, you see there are lines everywhere in the world, there are borders. Right? There are borders. Between countries, there's a border. Is that simple? You make one foot over there, you cross the border. In Sharia, these are called hudud. Tilka hududullah. These are the lines that Allah Ta'ala has set. When the time for Fajr starts, you have to stop eating. You have something in your mouth, you can't eat it. Yes? Easy way out is what I'm about to tell you, that you should stop eating 5 to 10 minutes before suhoor and make dua at that time. Even three minutes before, two minutes before. That is the time of kubulit of dua. Now interesting, Allah Ta'ala made these two times of acceptance of dua. Now in this one, it's a time when you could still eat. And in the other one was a time when you couldn't eat yet. Both ways, Allah Ta'ala wanted to give us his nukta here. That halat is sabr, halat is shukr. Dona me dua karna. Dona me dua karna. Halat is shukr, suhur me aap bhi ka sakte Halat is sabr, right before ma'azan. Okay, you're in sabr. You have to make dua. Allah Ta'ala is training us in Ramadan. So this is another major feature of Ramadan, that we should make dua at the time of suhoor and iftar. And try to make dua for the kubuliyat of your Ramadan. Before Ramadan, your fikr should be to be ready for Ramadan. During Ramadan, you should have fikr for what's going to happen to me after Ramadan. You want to have istikamat after Ramadan. You want to do hifazat of the nur you got in Ramadan. Kuch lenai or jo lek lenai usko raknai, usko mafuz karna, usko zayni hona dena. Iski fikr. Agar pura maine is fikr se guzarenge, inshallah Ramadan mubarak ke anwarat, fuzat, sine mein mafuz rehenge. Magar ek soch ko. If you make du'a, it will change your outlook. All the time you should make du'a that Allah Ta'ala accept Ramadan and grant us to preserve the blessings of Ramadan. And during Ramadan, Nabi Kareem Sallallahu he increased more in his charity. There's a hadith that the best sadaqah is the sadaqah given in Ramadan. The best zakat is what we call al-fa'ud al-fuqara. The best zakat is whatever best eradicates poverty. That's actually the purpose of zakat. Purpose of zakat is nothing less than the eradication of poverty. Now any even student of economics would tell you that in that case it's the best if zakat is distributed throughout the year. 
Because obviously the poor are poor all year. It's not just in Ramadan. But the best sadaqah is the sadaqah that you give in the month of Ramadan. So if anybody wants to give charity beyond zakat, which is called sadaqah, the best time to give that is Ramadan. And on top of that, we also had the hadith that you get the reward of fard for nafil. So when you give nafli sadaqah in Ramadan, you will get the sawab of giving fard as if you gave fard zakat. As if you gave fard zakat any other time of the year. So another thing to increase is our charity. Now these were different acts amal to do. Very important that we have to focus on the quality of our acts. So to keep it simple, in Ramadan, I want you just to do one thing. Fix the quality of one thing, and that is your salah. It shouldn't be just that I do more in Ramadan. That we also did last year. I should make myself better in Ramadan. So focus on your salah. Salah is the greatest ibadat. Ahamul ibadat. Fix the quality of your salah. What does it mean? Focus, concentration, feelings for Allah Ta'ala. And you will find this easier to do in Ramadan. It's easier to pray salah with feeling in Ramadan. Why? Because it's a very simple rule. The more you remember Allah Ta'ala outside salah, the more you will be able to remember Allah Ta'ala inside salah. And because you were fasting in Ramadan, so the act of fasting was an act of dhikr. Because you felt your hunger and thirst all day. And you knew, either consciously or at least subconsciously, that your hunger and thirst was due to the fast, which was for the sake of Allah Ta'ala. So after you were in a state of dhikr. So because you were doing dhikr all day, it's easier to focus in your salah. So try to use the advantage of Ramadan to increase the quality of our salah. Another thing to do in Ramadan is to try to do dawah. To reach out to friends, family members, colleagues, neighbors, fellow students, etc. Anybody who has any love for you, anybody who has any like for you, you have to use the love that people have for you to connect them to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And normally the hearts are softer in Ramadan. People are more receptive to dawah in Ramadan. People who would never even be willing to listen to anything about deen, when Ramadan comes, they're interested. What should you talk to them? It's very simple. Very simple. When you do dawah, you don't invite them to any particular group. When you do dawah with the ordinary people, you just talk to them about Allah. That's it. Your job in Ramadan is to invite people to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Talk to them about the mercy of Allah ta'ala, the beauty of Allah ta'ala. Show them how Allah is al-kareem with them in their life. Show them how they are also drowning in the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Keep talking to them about Allah ta'ala, Allah ta'ala, Allah ta'ala, so that they get reacquainted, they get reintroduced to Allah ta'ala in Ramadan. Yes? Ramazan mubarak Allah ta'ala ka ta'aruf ka mena. Dubara lungu Allah ta'ala se ta'aruf ka That's called that. Yes? Once wo ta'aruf ho jayega na, Bas. Why? Because Allah Ta'ala is such an incredible being When you know Him, you will love Him Get Automatic The more you know Allah, the more you will love Allah The more you love Allah, the more you will obey Allah Worship Allah, pray to Allah All amal will come, all actions will come You have to invite people to feelings You can't invite them directly to actions You can't say pray, pray, pray 
You have to invite them to the feelings that will make them want to pray. That's called love for Allah SWT. That's called feelings for Allah SWT. So in Ramadan, the heart is softer to get those feelings from Allah Taala. Why? Because the mercy Allah Taala is sending, it's hitting their heart also. Allah Taala ki rahmat ki shunat unke dil par bhi lagre. That's why their heart is softer. They're feeling it. They may not know. They can't understand. They're also feeling the barakat of Ramadan. It's a month of such incredible barakat and incredible blessings. In Ramadan, because Ramadan has a special nisbat with Quran, so you should try to increase your feelings, connection with Quran. That can mean reciting Quran. It can mean understanding Quran. But it means feeling Quran. So sometimes we used to tell people like this, that there should be few ayats. That in Ramadan you should learn how to feel those ayahs so much, so that after Ramadan, anytime you recite that ayah, it has a feeling on you. You see, many times people say, you know, I go down in my iman, I felt the dip, I feel low. So it should be very simple. You should recite this ayah, this ayah should give you a boost. But they don't have that connection with Quran. So in Ramadan, try to find some verses of Allah's mercy, some verses about Allah Ta'ala's love that ignite your heart. And try to get so close to those verses in this month of Ramadan that, that any time you recite them, they make an instant impact on your heart. I'll give you an example of a verse like that. Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'oon. All of us, I'm sure, would know this verse. Indeed, we are all from Allah Ta'ala and we are all going to return to Allah Ta'ala. Try to really understand the meaning of this. Try to feel it that I'm from Allah, I'm going to Allah. means Allah Ta'ala can aap Allah ke. I be Allah Ta'ala say or jana be Allah Ta'ala ke paas. Aap Allah ke. It's a feeling. It's a feeling of asliyat. It's a feeling of who I really am. What my true origin is. What my true destination is. What my true identity is. Latch your heart onto this verse so much. That any time then you get weak in Iman, you just take this verse out, you read it, and you're good to go. Try to get some taluk with it. Ideally, we should be like that with every verse of Quran. But most of you, you won't be able to do that in 30 days. You can do translation. It's difficult to get feelings of entire Quran in 30 days. So this time, go for the feeling. Take some verses like that. Maybe in the course of your recitation, there may be a verse that moves you. Make note of that. Keep that verse. Take it out, separate, write it separately. Keep it with you. Keep reading it. Keep reciting it. Use it in salah. Make yourself have some heartfelt attachment to some verses of Quran such that they change our life. And keep in mind the purpose Allah Ta'ala said in Quran about Ramadan, لَأَلَّكُمْ تَتَّكُونَ You have to become a taqwa seeker. Keep thinking, what's more taqwa? Don't look at fatwa in this month. Taqwa. What's better? What's better? What's best? What's more noble? What's more pleasing? Abdul, Ahsan, Awla, Adka, Azka, Athar. These are words in Quran. Yes, the people who try to become more pleasing to Allah You have to become a taqwa seeker in this month. Allah Ta'ala will make it happen. Allah Ta'ala will make it happen. Here, there are many, many things we could tell you about Ramadan. I want to tell you just one last thing tonight. One last thing tonight. And that is that Ramadan is the month of Quran. Yes. Ramadan is the month of Taqwa. Yes. Ramadan has all those features we mentioned. Yes. Ramadan has all these blessings and barakat. Yes. 
Ramadan is the month for us to do ibadah. Yes, everything we mentioned. There's one more thing about Ramadan. And that is Ramadan is the month of mercy. Ramadan is the month of mercy. And Allah Ta'ala is the rub of mercy. Hmm? And when these two things get together, Allah Akbar Kabira. When Allah Rahman Rahim sends all of His mercy in the month of mercy called Ramadan, you cannot imagine how much mercy comes down. It's infinite mercy. Yes. Infinite mercy. Limitless mercy. Unfathomable, inconceivable mercy that comes in Ramadan. Now that gives us a lot of hope. Hmm? Because who needs mercy? Hmm? If a person is a small sinner, they need a little mercy. And if a person is a big sinner, they need a lot of mercy. So actually, when we tell you that Ramadan is the month of mercy, it means Ramadan is the month of sinners. Yes? Ramadan gunagaro ki mehnat. Mehnat. Hamarli mehnat bana gaya. Ki jitna bhi gunagar hai, wo bhi itni rahmat Allah ta'ala bechte is mehnat mein. Aane wale mehnat mein. Ki jitne bhi gunagar ho, phir bhi rab ke saath taluk ban sakta hai. Itni rahmat. Yene ki just maafi. No, no. Maafi and taluk and nisbat and wilayat. Yes. Itni rahmat. Ramadan is the month which has so much mercy that the worst of sinners, the gravest of sinners, who does the most fohosh, vulgar, crude, repeated sin and has no salah, has nothing, even that person can become the wali of Allah Ta'ala in this month of Ramadan. This is the month of Ramadan. In Allah Ta'ala ki rahmat kamena, wilayat kamena. Gunagaron ko wilayat taksim hone wale mein. Yes, can you imagine? <laughs> Not just mafi. Ganagaron ko mafi or wilayat milne ka Ab now we should have some hope. <laughs> Ab now nobody is excluded from Ramadan. No matter how big a sinner a person is, hmm? the month of Ramadan has mercy for them. The month of Ramadan has mercy for them. Nabi Akareem Sami explained this in the Hadith. He said, Awwaluhu, the first 10 days of the month of Ramadan, Awwaluhu rahma. Our mercy from Allah Ta'ala. وَأَوْسَتُهُ مَغْفِرَةً And the middle ten days are forgiveness from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. وَآخِرُهُ إِتْكُمْ مِنَ النَّارِ And the last ten days, so much mercy that Allah Ta'ala takes people out from the fire of Jahannam and makes them into Jannati. Thirty days of mercy. Hmm? So who needs me and you need Ramadan the most then? <laughs> they don't think the others don't need Ramadan. They're good people. Me and you need Ramadan. Because we are the sinning members of this ummah. We are the runaway slaves of Allah SWT. For example, if a person used to pray, but maybe didn't behave so well, or couldn't feel so much in their prayer, first ten days of Ramadan is a rahmah. Allah Ta'ala, out of His mercy, accepts the prayers they prayed all year, and then grants them the ability to change other things in their self. Maybe there's another person who wasn't praying. He prayed once or twice, every now and then. So he needs full 10 days of Ramadan to spend well. When he crosses into the 11th day, then he gets maghfirah. Then he spent 11 days even. It starts in immediately, in the second ashar. So Allah says, okay, you spent 11 days for me, I forgive you for all those prayers you missed. Then maybe there was a person who was really bad. 
didn't pray, wasn't good, didn't have good akhlaq, used to do sins, used to hurt people. He spends just 20 days in taqwa. Just 20 days. That's it. Even having lived a whole year or a whole 10 years or a whole lifetime that leads to Jahannam. He spends 20 days in taqwa by the 21st day Allah says, okay, you spent 21 days for me, I take you out of Jahannam. Allahu Akbar. So much mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this month of Ramadan. That's why Sahaba Ikram, they used to wait all year for Ramadan. Some of the reports say that six months they used to wait for Ramadan. And the other half of the year after Ramadan, they would beg Allah Ta'ala to accept the Ramadan. All year they were thinking about Ramadan. There was such an azim month. Such an azim month. So we make dua that Allah Ta'ala accept us this year for the month of Ramadan. That He make it a mercy for us. And that He make it a month of Tawbah for us. You see, we are the runaway slaves of that true master. We left his path. Just look at our record. Anybody can do hisab of their own life. How we spent the past 10-11 months of our life. How distant we let ourselves become. How we got sidetracked into the world. Sidetracked into sin. Sidetracked into our nafs. So now we should think Ramadan is coming. We want to present ourselves in front of the mercy of Allah. You see, when you find out in the court... Like the businessmen, if you find this tax amnesty, you will come forward. If the court says, we will forgive everyone, you will come forward. When the Biya Kareem says, and came in Fatih Makkah, and says, I forgive anyone, everyone, oh, people came forward. Even Ikrama, the son of Abu Jahl, he came forward. Washi, he came forward. People came forward. Great mujrims, they came forward when they found out that the Biya Kareem was going to forgive them. So we are also mujrims. We should come forward in Ramadan when we know that Allah Ta'ala will forgive us in this month of Ramadan. This is the magfra that Allah Ta'ala is going to give. So we should simply take a plunge into that mercy. Plunge into deen. And the way to make true tawbah is to make a niyat in our heart that, Ya Allah, I want to be yours entirely. That's it. What I told you in the beginning. That one click. Hmm? All this was just to convince you to do that one click. Hmm? Now I want to be yours entirely. All deen should be in all of me. That's it. I want my entire life to be entirely pleasing to you. I want my entire life to follow the entire sunnah of Nabi Akram wasallam. I want my entire life to have entire adab, entire akhlaq. I want my entire life to entirely follow all your ahkam. I want to be yours entirely. Why? Because I want you to be mine entirely. That's what you want. You want Allah Ta'ala, you want Jannah. So Jannah means you want Allah Ta'ala to be yours entirely for all eternity. That's what it means to want Jannah. That I want Allah Ta'ala to be mine entirely for all of eternity. So then why don't we make ourselves entirely Allah Ta'ala's in this world? Hmm? It's a great deal. Make yourself entirely Allah's in this world. And Allah Ta'ala will make you His entirely for all of eternity. It's the best deal you could ever make. Ramadan is the time to make that deal. Ramadan is the month where that deal is easy to make. Ramadan is that time where Allah Ta'ala is offering that deal to every single sinner of this ummah. So we should prepare for Ramadan. We should take this month of Ramadan very seriously. May Allah Ta'ala put barakah on our Ramadan. Barakah on the rest of this Shaban. May He make us reach this month of Ramadan. Subhanallah bin Allah, Allahumma salli ala sinuna Muhammad 
وعلى آله سيدنا محمد ومبارك وسلم ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تكفر لنا وترحمنا لنكوننا من الخاسرين لن بكفر ورحم وأنت خير الراحمين يا الله الكريم يا الله بأهس that you bless us in Shaban يا الله bring us to Ramadan يا الله every mercy that you offer in Ramadan we want to receive that mercy يا الله we want to retain that mercy يا الله we want to absorb that mercy يا الله put in our heart this year all of the barakat of Ramadan all of the fuyuzat of Ramadan all of the anwarat of Ramadan يا الله بكريم prepare us for Ramadan help us يا الله بكريم يا الله we have spent so many many Ramadans before, make it different this time, make it different this year, make us true, Ya Allah, change our hearts this month, Ya Rabbi Kareem, change our lives this month, Ya Rabbi Kareem, upgrade us in taqwa, Ya Allah, upgrade our iman, Ya Allah, upgrade our haya, Ya Allah, upgrade our salah, Ya Allah, upgrade our akhlaq, Ya Allah, upgrade our sidq, Ya Allah, Ya Rabbi Kareem, each and every part of us needs to be fixed, Ya Rabbi Kareem, the month of mercy and you are the rub of mercy yet we are the sinners of this ummah we are desperately needy of this mercy yet a bikrim guide us to Ramadan guide us through Ramadan help us ya Allah yet a bikrim let us do amal on everything that we heard on this night let us live everything we have heard in our life let us practice everything that we know about deen make us mukhlisin and deen sadiqin and deen siddiqin and deen make us from your ibadik as salihin ya Rabbi Ya Allah, we make Toba on this night. Ya Allah, accept our Toba, Ya Allah. Rescue us from sin. Deliver us from sin. Safeguard us from sin. And Ya Rabbi Kareem, we ask that you take out all the unlawful sins from our heart. Take out all the lustful feelings from our heart. Take out all the unlawful romance from our heart. Take out every unlawful attraction from our heart. Ya Allah, take out every unlawful infatuation from our heart. Ya Rabbi Kareem, take out any and every unlawful feeling for ghair mahram from our heart and Ya Rabbi Kareem put in our heart a love for you Ya Allah an attraction for you and an infatuation with you an obsession with you a yearning for you a longing for you feelings for you Ya Rabbi Kareem coat our heart in love for you drown our heart in love for you drench our heart in love for you Ya Allah we wish your name to be engraved on our heart Ya Rabbi Kareem imprint your name on our heart put taqwa in our heart put haya in our heart Put sidq in our heart. Ya Rabbi Kareem, we have polluted our heart. We have failed to control our gaze. Failed to control our tongue. We have lost our haya. Ya Rabbi Kareem, forgive us, Ya Rabbi Kareem. Forgive us on this night, Ya Allah. In this blessed Shaban. Coming close to blessed Ramadan. Ya Rabbi Kareem, forgive us for the sins that we did in the day. Forgive us for the sins that we did at night. Forgive us for the sins that we did alone. Forgive us for the sins that we did with others. Ya Rabbi Kareem, make us pious in this month of Ramadan. Ya Rabbi Kareem Hamare Aajra Tawbah Ko Kabool Farma Hamare Baitna Ko Kabool Farma Sunna Sunana Ko Kabool Farma Ya Rabbi Kareem Tamam Hazirin Aapki Talash Me Gar Se Niklain Ya Rabbi Kareem Aapko Aapna Murad Naseeb Farma Maksood Naseeb Farma Ya Rabbi Kareem Hamare Tum Baro Se Suna Ke Ya Rabbi Kareem Jo Aapki Talash Se Gar Se Niklata Hai Wo To Fee Sabeel Allah Hota Hai Aapki Raste Wala Ban Jata Hai Ya Rabbi Kareem Hamare Hemesha Sirat Umzal 
مستقیم کا راستہ نصیب فرما ہمیشہ یہ طلب عطا فرما اس طلب کو قائم دائم فرما ہمارے دلوں کو اپنی چاہت عطا فرما دلوں میں اپنی طرف رغبت عطا فرما ہمیں اپنا سچا طالب بنا یا رب کریم ہم دنیا کے طالب بن کر رہ گئے مخلوق کے پیچھے جا پھر کر تھک گئے ہیں یا رب کریم ہم آپ کی طرف لوٹنا چاہتے ہیں آپ تو کریم رحیم رب ہیں ہمیں تو یقین ہے کہ آپ تانا نہیں دیں گے آپ ناراض نہیں ہوں گے بلکہ آپ ہمیں قبول کریں گے یار بکریم آج رات کی پیشی ہماری قبول فرما یار بکریم جو مجرم عدالت میں جاتا ہے اور اپنے جرم کے اقرار کرتا ہے عدالت والوں بھی ان کے ساتھ نرمی کا معاملہ کرتے ہیں یار بکریم ہم بھی آپ کو پیش کر رہے ہیں اپنے آپ کو ایسی دنیا میں پیشی دے رہے ہیں کہ آمد کے دن کی پیشی کی سختی سے بچا لیجیے آج رات کی پیشی کو قبول فرما لیجیے ہمارے تمام گناہوں کو معاف فرما یار بکریم جو گناہ ہم نے ارادے سے کیا وہ بھی معاف فرما جو بن ارادے ہوئے وہ بھی معاف فرما جو گناہ زبان سے کیے معاف فرما آنکھوں سے کیے معاف فرما اپنے خیال میں گناہ کیے معاف فرما یار بکریم اور امنی گناہ کیے ان کو بھی معاف فرما یار بکریم ہم نے تو سنا کہ آپ گناہ گاروں پر بھی رحمت نازل کرتے ہیں آپ اپنی رحمت کا معاملہ فرما کرم فضل کا معاملہ فرما ہمیں بھی اپنے دوستوں میں سے بنا ایک ایسا مینا آپ ہم پر لا رہے ہیں کہ ہم بھی آپ کی ولی بن سکتے ہیں ارے بکریم ہمیں خود نہیں سچتا بگر آپ کی کریمی کو سچتا ہے کہ ہم آپ سے یہ نعمت مانگے ارے بکریم ہم سب کو اپنے ولایت عطا فرما نسبت عطا فرما متقین میں سے بنا صالحین میں سے بنا صدیقین صادقین میں سے بنا اپنا قرب عطا فرما ارے بکریم دوری اختیار کر کر خود تھک گئے ہیں اس دوری کو چھوڑنا چاہتے ہیں آپ کو قرب اختیار کرنا چاہتے ہیں آپ نے تو قرآن میں اعلان کر دیا انی قریب ہم اس اعلان سن کر آئے ہیں ہم اس اعلان سن سن کر پل چکے ہیں یعنی بکریم ہمیں بھی اپنے قرب کا احساس عطا فرما اس قرب کے تقاضے کو پورا کرنا ہمارے تقدیر بنا ہمارے نصیب میں سے بنا یعنی بکریم یہ آنے والے رمضان کو زندگی کے سب سے بہترین رمضان بنا زندگی کے سب سے بہترین ایام بنا یعنی بکریم ہمیں نفس کی حفاظت فرما یعنی بکریم جو کچھ کہا سنا گیا اس پر عمل کرنا آسان بنا ہر وقت ہمارے دل میں یاد دہانی عطا فرما یعنی بکریم ہم بھول گئے ہیں بٹھک گئے ہیں آپ کا کرم ہم پر آیا آپ نے ہمیں یہاں جمع فرمایا یار بکریم اپنی ہدایت عطا فرما ہمیں راہ راست بنا اپنی قبولیت عطا فرما شرف قبولیت عطا فرما یار بکریم تقوی کی عظیم نعمت ہمیں نصیب فرما غفلت سے نکال کر ذکر عطا فرما معصیت سے نکال کر اطاعت عطا فرما یار بکریم سستی کو دور فرما یار بکریم ہم سست ہو کر آخرت سے محروم نہیں ہونا چاہتے ہر قسم سے محرومی سے محفوظ فرما یار بکریم جتنے کریم رب ہیں رحیم رحمان رب ہیں غفور غفار رب ہیں یار بکریم ہم آپ سے بڑے امید لے کر آئے ہیں یار بکریم ہمارے امیدوں سے بڑھ کر معاملہ فرما تمام حاضرین سامعین جہاں بھی لوگ سن رہے ہیں یار بکریم سب کی دلی فریاد کو قبول فرما نیک مرادوں کو پورا فرما یار بکریم حیا والا بنا تک والا بنا 
ہر قسم کے بے حیائش سے محفوظ فرما اپنا وفادار بنا بے کریم نبی کریم سسم کی سچی محبت عطا فرما ان کو وفادار امتی بنا ان کو مثالی امتی بنا ان کو عاشق امتی بنا ان کو ہمیں ان کو محبوب امتی بنا یعنی بے کریم ہم اپنے راستے سے بہت ہٹ چکے ہیں پتہ نہیں کس نظریے کو ہم نے اپنا امام بنا چکے ہیں آج کے بعد نبی کریسم کا سنت عظیم سنت کو اپنا امام بنانے کی توفیق عطا فرما یا ان کو سیرت کو ہمارا امام بنا ان کی کیفیات کو ہمارا امام بنا ان کے اداب اور اخلاق کو ہمارا امام بنا یا بکریم ہمیں بھی ادب اخلاق والا بنا صفات والا بنا احوال والا بنا نبی کریم سسم کا نمونہ ہمیں بنا دین کو نمائندگی کرنا بکریم ہمارے آسان بنا دین کو بدنامی بننے سے محفوظ فرما اپنے مشائق اولیاء صحابہ نبی کریم سن کا باعث ندامت نہ بنا یعنی ہم اچھا کردار عطا فرما اچھا رویہ عطا فرما اچھا مزاج عطا فرما اچھا سلوک عطا فرما ہم سب کو اپنا سیدھا سادہ سچا ستر مسلمان بنا یعنی بکریم خدمت کی صفت نصیب فرما خدمت کا شوق عطا فرما غربت ختم کرنے کے لیے کوشش ہم سے قبول فرما یعنی بکریم جو بھی آپ نے نعمتیں ہمیں دی ہیں ان نعمت کو آپ کی رضا میں استعمال کرنا نصیب فرما ان نعمتوں کو مخلوق کی خدمت میں لگانا نصیب فرما یعنی بکریم آپ نے دنیا کی بہت سی نعمتیں دی ہیں ہم آخرت کی نعمتوں کے زیادہ محتاج ہیں یعنی بکریم آخرت کی نعمتوں بھی عطا فرما یعنی بکریم آخرت کی فقیری سے محفوظ فرما آخرت میں مفلس ہونے سے محفوظ فرما یعنی بکریم اپنے رحمت کرم فضل سے ہماری دعاؤں کو قبول فرما یعنی بکریم ملک پاکستان پر اپنے خصوصی رحمت نازل فرما اس آنے والے رمضان مبارک کی برکات کو پورے ملک پر تقسیم فرما پوری رحمتوں پوری ملک پر تقسیم فرما اس ملک کو امن اطمینان والا بنا جس مقصد کے لیے ملک بنا یعنی بکریم اس مقاصد میں کامیابی عطا فرما ہر دشمن سے محفوظ فرما ہر فتنہ سے محفوظ فرما ہم سب کو ملک کا اچھا شہری بنا یعنی بکریم امت مسلم پر اپنے خصوصی رحمت نازل فرما جہاں بھی امت پریشان ہے پریشانیوں کو دور فرما یعنی بکریم تو ولی و وکیل ہے جو امت کے مظلومین متاثرین ہیں ان کے اپنے غیبی مدد عطا فرما غیبی ولایت عطا فرما غیبی وکالت ان کی فرما اپنے غیبی کفالت ان کو نصیب فرما اور یعنی بکریم ہمیں بھی امت کی خدمت کے لیے قبول فرما یعنی بکریم سب کے دل میں اپنی محبت عطا فرما یعنی بکریم سب کے وقت میں برکت عطا فرما رسک میں برکت عطا فرما صحت میں برکت عطا فرما یعنی بکریم ہمارے دین میں برکت عطا فرما پہلے بھی رمضان گزار چکے ہیں برکت نہیں رہی ویسے بن کر رہ گئے یعنی بکریم اس سال با برکت رمضان نصیب فرما ہمیں اپنے نحوست سے محفوظ اپنی جو اندر ہمارے اپنی نحوست ہے اس سے محفوظ فرما ہم ہر نجاست چھوڑنا چاہتے ہیں ہر تہارت حاصل کرنے کے لیے آئے ہیں ہر برائی سے توبہ کرنا چاہتے ہیں ہر اچھائی اپنانے کی نیت میں کرائے ہیں یعنی بکریم ہمیں اس نیت پر قائم دائم رہنا نصیب فرما دین کی تعلیمات سیکھنا ہمارا نصیب فرما دین کی نصیحت قبول کرنا ہمیں نصیب فرما رہنمائی کے مطابق چلنا ہمارا صفت بنا یعنی بکریم اپنے رحمت کرم فضل سے ہماری دعاؤں کو قبول فرما ربنا تکبل منا انکا انت السمیع العلیم
الرحيم وتوب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على حبيبه سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين برحمتك يا رحمة الراحمين